1: Good morning, world. Uh, good morning to Trust the Tape. Good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Trust the Tape. I'm not starting over. We're rolling. We're in. We're a one-take show. It doesn't change. Jeff Cavanaugh and Dane Brugler here with you. Trust the Tape 4.30.19 with the draft behind us. And Dane Brugler at DP Brugler on Twitter because he's an animal has already put out a 2020 mock draft because why not?
0: Exactly. But Why we should,
1: not? We should probably deal with the 2019 draft first. Yeah. How would you prioritize those two, 2019 and 2020?
0: It's always important to look forward, but it's probably even more important to look back and see, uh, see what happened, kind of uh, assess the damage. Um, it's kind of hard to believe it's all over. It's just you work so hard on something, then all of a sudden one day it's it's gone, it's done. Uh, but looking back. I don't know. Do you want to? How do you? You want to just talk about like uh, what surprised you? you want to go team by team? Who, 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 is there any draft class that really stood out to you as being exceptional or poor? And or, what were your there are reactions? two
1: draft classes that led me to want to watch their teams play next year. Okay. That's, so that, Arizona, one of them. Arizona is one of them. Okay, uh, and the other one is Baltimore. Man, I have turned into an OU homer. <laughs> yeah. So like, Arizona's draft adding Kyler and then totally ignoring that offensive line, which I guess in theory they've kind of addressed in free agency and trading kind of, but that offensive line is still going to be awful. But now the guy taking the snaps can move. The head coach is probably going to scheme this up to get the ball out quicker. And they're going to put a bunch of receivers on the field. So, And they added a couple in the draft that are very intriguing to me. Plus, this is top of my head. I haven't opened my laptop yet. They got Byron Murphy in the second round too, right? Yeah. So I like Arizona's class, and it really makes me want to watch that offense. Because I think they probably added a couple of receivers that you're going to see a lot of, along with Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald and a bunch of four wide receiver sets. So Arizona, I want to watch that team play. And, you know, their goal is to win football games. But my goal for in the draft for every team that is not the one that I follow the closest is to entertain me. And so I think Arizona is going to entertain me. Mm. And that's very important.
0: Uh, no, I mean, I think Arizona did a nice job. Look, if you have the first pick in every round, you know, you you earned that distinction. You you better pick good players. And I You're think supposed Arizona to do did a nice job. Right. And I think they did. I mean, they, they drafted six players from my top 100. Um, I was not the biggest Hakeem Butler fan. Neither were you, but neither I think were they, and neither yeah, was anyone well, else. In, in first pick in the fourth round, I think that's easy pick. I mean, that's I was surprised to see him last. night. I expected him to go somewhere in the third, but uh, first pick in the fourth round—that's a pretty easy pick there. Um, Andy Isabella was it was a little high, but you know we'll see how they use him. Zach Allen, good depth on defense. Deontay Thompson's got the knee. Um, you know we'll see how that works out for him long term. Uh, so overall, yeah, I mean, I I think you have to really, Arizona had a lot of picks and I I thought like when I did my, I don't, I don't do grades, but what I do is I, I tried to power rank one through 32, just based off of draft halls and Arizona was, Oh, so you grade yeah,
1: kind of just without a letter
0: kind of, yeah, uh, Arizona finished number three. So really liked what they did and as part of my power rankings, I did my favorite pick, the questionable pick, and then the day three who will surprise. And I'm going over questionable pick. I'm like, okay, well, what's the questionable pick? Like, I Why don't. Would you
1: put that on Andy?
0: No, I mean, no. I, I, not. It's not Kyler. It's not Byron Murphy. It's not Andy. It's the even in the on, the on day three. I mean, Keyshawn Johnson in the six. Okay, I like that. Lamont Galliard in the six. Like it. Josh Miles. Like it. Michael Dogby. Like it. I just went with Caleb Wilson. So if I'm telling you that the last pick, literally the last pick of the draft, is the most questionable
1: of your, of your draft Mr. class. draft relevant is not a great player. And you did okay. You did okay. The other team that uh, I think is going to do a great job of entertaining me on Sundays is the Baltimore Ravens. Because they already had the quarterback who can make any running back work. Behind Lamar Jackson, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're not a terrible player, you get to average five yards a carry. Congrats. But now, with all those tight ends they'd built up, it's like, all right, this is what they're going to be. They're going to run it at you and right. dink it around to tight ends. And all the defense is going to walk forward. They're not going to be scared of you going up top. And then they said, all right, we're going to take Hollywood Brown at 25. We're going to take Miles Boykin, who can also fly at the end of the third. And we're going to take Justice Hill, who can also fly in four. So now they just brought in a whole track meet team. To go with their punch-you-in-the-face offense. Yeah. And so with a whole offseason to actually design an offense instead of saying, hey, Flacco's hurt, we're going to create an (laughs) offense in three days here. Uh, That team, I am excited to watch.
0: Agree. yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore, thanks. Baltimore made my top ten. Yeah, you you have to really like what they did. Um, Adding all that speed on offense. It's great that they added it, but I'm going to be more interested in see how they use it because – I mean, Lamar Jackson's not an accurate deep fo- deep ball thrower. Sir, he's not. Um, he's he's an explosive, exciting talent. There's no question. But he's not the best deep ball thrower. He has the arm strength. That's not the question. It's just accuracy and hitting his man. So we'll see how it works with Marquise Brown. I hope that's a talent that's not wasted there. Uh, obviously, they'll be giving him the ball, jet sweeps, underneath stuff, and you know, let him use that that explosiveness to create on his own. Um, Jalen Ferguson, we'll see how he, that fits in that scheme. Uh, you mentioned Miles Boykin, Justice Hill, just speed, speed on, uh, in rounds three and four. Uh, and I, even on, in rounds four with Ben Powers, I think that's a good fit for that interior of that, uh, of that line. Um, Dalen Mack fits that defensive front. Well, I mean, Trace McSorley, who I don't know, I didn't think he was worth a draft pick, but I get it because of Baltimore's drafting differently than everybody else because of their scheme. They, they, just have different needs. They have a different profile of what they're looking for at certain positions because of uh, the way they're building that squad. And a lot of it has to do with Lamar Jackson. So Trace McSorley in the six, I don't like it. I don't think he was a draftable quarterback, but I get it for them.
1: Well, do you want to just run through the rest of the teams? Because we almost went alphabetical there. We only skipped Atlanta. We went Arizona and Baltimore. Do you want to go through your list of kind of how you thought everybody did in the draft sure I mean we, we yeah we might skip a few
0: but we can go through them real quick um
1: Atlanta took a guard at 14 the I, I didn't is like his tape is so rock solid right that I know they didn't miss and that's kind of important
0: when I when I was doing Atlanta's grade or their ranking here like I just someone has to be towards the bottom and Atlanta was just because Gary at
1: 31 seemed early
0: yeah but the thing is is if you want offensive linemen you probably have to overdraft them and they, did, they overdrafted Lindstrom uh, compared to where he was likely going to go but they felt confident he wasn't going to be there in the second round which I, I get 100% he probably wasn't going to be um, so understand why they took Lindstrom there he's probably the, my favorite pick of what they did But McGarry, same thing. I mean, they had to overdraft him, and uh, I don't know. First round seems awfully early for him. Kendall Sheffield, and those were the only two picks they had in the top 100 pick. So that's one of the big reasons why I did not have Atlanta ranked pretty high. Kendall Sheffield in the fourth, um, you know, just has really no feel for how to play the position, but he's a premier athlete. So in the fourth round, totally understand taking a chance on that. Uh, And then I wasn't blown away by anything else they did on day three. So Atlanta for me, just, it wasn't. Now, I think they upgraded the offensive line, no question. Um, and if Caleb McGarry can turn out to be Mitchell Schwartz type of right tackle, then its it'll be warranted, uh, that 31st overall pick. But at the same time, still wasn't blown away by what they did.
1: I'm going to guess Buffalo did not finish at the bottom, with Ed Oliver falling to him at 9, Cody Ford falling to him at 38, Devin Singletary at 74, I'll take that pick. Dawson Knox at 96, I'll take that pick. Tommy Sweeney, the Boston College tight end, in the seventh. I'll take that pick.
0: Yeah, no, they did well. They were number two for me. Um, I had them really high because I think they 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 examined the possibility of moving up Fred Oliver. They didn't have to. He fell to them. They looked at possibly moving up for Cody Ford. They didn't have to. He fell. So just tremendous value of where they they landed those two guys. They got stronger in the trenches, which I think was exactly what they wanted to do. And then Devin Singletary. I, to me, you saw LaShawn McCoy, and that's exactly who he joins in Buffalo, so that'll be a little bit of fun. Dawson Knox, the developmental tight end, uh, add to the mix, and even Voshan Joseph in the fifth. Uh, he, was a top a uh, he was a top 100 player on my board. I mean, there's some attitude issues there. There's needs to grow up a little bit and some things like that, but uh, in the fifth round, yeah, bring him on my team. I'll take a chance.
1: i guess Carolina finished somewhere not at the bottom or the top for you. Burns in the middle of the first round seems right. Little at the top of the second seems right. Will Greer at the end of the third seems right. Christian Miller in the fourth seems right. Just kind of had a draft. Yep, that's it. Yeah. yeah you they... have to talk for a second cuz I'm panicking. My laptop won't charge and if it won't charge when I plug it into that wall over there, we got a real problem.
0: That will be a problem. So you use
1: your words on Carolina.
0: You said middle and I that's exactly where they were. Uh oh, I said yeah, they and I think you hit on it. I mean, they they really with that 16th overall pick. They it was just that
1: outlet. It they, was just that outlet. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Like, it'll it'll charge fine. Yeah, it'll charge fine.
0: They really considered Andre Dillard there because they they wanted to get an offensive tackle. They wanted to get a pass rusher, and they decided that their best bet was to get the pass rusher first, which I agree with. They went Brian Burns. Then they came back in a second, traded up for Greg Little. Uh, to get their tackle. So we'll see if Greg Little turns out to be uh you know a, a franchise starting left tackle, which I think he has the capabilities of doing, it's just a matter of consistency and discipline with him. Um Carolina uh, had a heck of a draft. Now, you know, Will Greer, pick one hundred, I get it. It's
1: great pick, Dane. Great pick.
0: I mean Cam Newton's he's banged up. Who knows? Uh you know, it's good to have a quality backup that you believe in. So no problem there. I thought Jordan Scarlett, the running back from Florida, they drafted a little early compared to who, the other running backs that were still available. Uh, Christian Miller in the fourth. Yeah, I like the value there. Um, we'll see how they use him in Carolina's scheme. Is he getting more of a, a Sam? Are they going to put him and let him you know be a nickel rusher? I don't know. We'll see how they use Christian Miller. That'll be interesting. Um, but overall, yeah, Carolina, I thought, middle of the pack, solid draft. Um, you know, Reasons to be encouraged if you're a Carolina fan.
1: The Chicago Bears don't have very many picks here, but I like the first two, except yeah. for I don't like the way that NFL.com's draft tracker has named him because David Montgomery in the third round the Iowa State back. I mm-hmm. love that. Oh, yeah. And then it does not say here that they picked Riley Ridley from Georgia. It says they picked Calvin, except they left the L out. So they picked Calvin Ridley in the four. Well, that's his real name. I don't... Oh, that is... Yes. That's Riley Ridley's that's real his, name? That's okay. his real name, yeah. Why
0: doesn't he... But he he changed it, or he, go, he goes by Riley, his middle name. Why did name, they
1: name him the same as their previous child except drop one letter?
0: That's what Riley was saying to himself, and that's why he dropped his first name and went I, with Riley to avoid any confusion.
1: I would like to apologize to NFL.com. I thought I was taking a shot at yeah. them for being stupid, but I'm the idiot.
0: No, that's why you have the Beast, because the Beast <laughs> tells you that. <laughs> that's
1: true. Their last three picks you're going to have to tell me about, but their first two picks, I'll take it.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, I didn't have Chicago highly ranked just because they didn't have a first or second round pick, but you have to really like how they maximize the draft Three assets that they had. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, David Montgomery, they traded up for, and I, when I was doing my second and third round mock on Thursday night, after the first round, I had a, a little birdie told me to to force the Chicago Montgomery uh, pairing in the second round and we're in the third round. So I did. And it turns out that that they saw the chance to go get him, and they did. That is a
1: fun backfield.
0: Uh, yeah, Him yeah, that is. and Tariq Cohen. Uh, two guys that can catch the ball. That can. They, we'll see how they use Cohen, but Montgomery, they're going to give him the ball early and often. Um, Duke Shelley, undersized corner. I, I really worry about the size. That That's why I didn't have him highly ranked, but uh, he was productive when he was on the field, so I get that pick. Um, white, the running back from FAU, um, cause in the shadow of Devin Singletary, but he had a high yards per carry average when he had the chance. And I think he had over 800 yards this past year as a backup. He has two kick return for touchdowns. The only two in FAU history. And then the seventh, the other seventh rounder, Steven Denmark, one of my favorite sleeper picks in the entire draft, Uh wide receiver turn corner, six, two and a half, 220 pounds, uh four, four speed, just type of traits that you want to bet on uh, in the seventh round
1: the Bengals are gonna have a good depth chart at running back dane because they I'd have say a so. really good starter and in the sixth round i guess they just ran into too much value to ever pass one up yeah because travion williams and rodney anderson from oklahoma there in the sixth round th- that's a lot going on in that backfield but that's they're good players I don't know how you work that when I'm pretty sure Mixon's playing 80% of the time. Right. So good luck figuring out how to get on the field, boys. But Jonah Williams at 11, I love. Drew Sample, the tight end from Washington at 20. A little early. I thought that I loved him. Yeah, so did Same I, here. When I watched his tape, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, man, nobody's talking about this guy. He's like a fourth rounder. Yeah, exactly. Maybe even into the third. Yeah. And then they picked him in the second. I didn't know if I was like, yeah. Right. I liked him, too. Or if it was, oh. That's even more. That, that,
0: that's kind of how I felt about Darnell Savage. You know, like
1: <laughs> I liked him.
0: Yeah, I really liked him. But ooh, first DB off the board, okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but no, I think yeah, I think you nailed it on sample because he's he's a true wide tight end. He can run routes. He can block. Um, you know, he can do whatever you want him to do. And so I certainly understand the value. And Cincinnati just must have felt like we don't want to risk losing him to the in the third. But then they came back in the third and they got a really good linebacker and Jermaine Pratt. So that could be that was my favorite pick of maybe what they did. And I love Jonah Williams, but Jermaine Pratt in the third might have been my favorite pick because uh, they really wanted that three down linebacker, and I think Pratt has that type of ability. Rennell Renn in the fourth, Michael Jordan in the fourth. I mean, the Bengals really did a nice job maximizing each pick. And like you said, there was running backs in the sixth. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean, know I don't, how
1: that works. Well, I guess Rodney will get hurt. Week right. One, but yeah so you then, take yeah.
0: you take the chance on those guys I mean two really productive runners who have a lot of talent who should not have been available in the six uh Rodney because of injuries and Travion Williams I don't know why I really I have no answer for you why he was still available in the sixth round
1: having three different seasons out of four ended by injury that's about it right that's all you can really point to But um, Travion Williams
0: why uh, Rodney understand I understand but Trayvon Williams, I don't know why he was still there in the six. I don't have a good answer for why. I mean, he's not an amazing. He wasn't a first. I don't think he was a top three round back. Right. But fourth either. or fifth round, some yeah. of these other running backs that went ahead of him, that was a little surprising.
1: The Cleveland Browns, I like what they did only because John Dorsey and I are the ones who, in the fifth round, when Mac Wilson's still on the board, right. the guys, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if it's his attitude and he's the worst person of all time, but it is the fifth round. <laughs> we are taking Mac Wilson. Yeah, We are getting a really good linebacker and greedy Williams at 46. Overall, my guy, Taki Taki at 80 from BYU. I like what I like what Cleveland did. I will predict they finished in the middle to upper middle of your rankings.
0: Um, uh, because they didn't have the first round pick, and I wasn't as high on Talkie Talkie as you. Did you have a third round grade on him?
1: Uh, yeah, I, yeah third or fourth. Okay, but like yeah, I, had I had a like three, four, maybe it was a four.
0: I think I had a fifth on him. What a hater! Just, well, I, I I worry about him being a little bit of a tweener, you know, because he was like an edge rusher earlier in his career. Then he moved to he played a little Mike, played a little Sam, um, or played a little Will. I mean, uh, so he can do a lot of things. I just I don't. He just seemed like a little bit of a tweener, where I don't know where his best. Position is I just um, really
1: like the value of the greedy Williams and the Mac Wilson. There,
0: there's no question I mean greedy Williams at 46 was easily the best pick that they made um, Oh, if you want to include drew Forbes my Simo left tackle and uh, the sixth I thought that was an outstanding pick as well. Uh, but so yeah, the Browns did well. There's no question
1: Dallas Cowboys I will predict they finish towards the bottom of your rankings.
0: 31 Um, I
1: Overdrafted their first pick. I actually really liked their second pick. Agree. Overdrafted Tony Pollard. And then lost a player they wanted because they drafted Tony Pollard. in The wrong
0: order in the fourth. Well, yeah, and the context there is they had two fourth-round picks very close together within 10 picks. And so they had to decide who we drafting first, who we drafting second. They went with Pollard, the running back, who... They
1: should have gone Isaiah Johnson and then eight picks later, Tony Pollard. Instead, they prioritized Pollard and Isaiah Johnson went on the next pick. Tony Pollard was not going to go in the next seven picks.
0: We don't, yeah, we'll never know for sure, but I'll bet a lot of money that Pollard was not going to be off the board in those, in that span. So yeah, they missed out on Isaiah Johnson. Maybe Isaiah Johnson will turn out to be nothing, but if he turns out to be something, they're going to be kicking themselves because they, I don't think Dallas did a very good job. Um, unfortunately. They got two backup
1: running backs and their three technique and a starting guard for a year from now.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, this is not a great three technique class and they were desperate to get theirs. And so they, they passed several players that were highly more higher ranked on their board to go get Tristan, Tristan Hill. And we'll see how it plays out. If Tristan Hill becomes a, you know, a really productive upfield player for them. they did good. Yeah. Then, you know, it'll work out. It doesn't really matter, but um, that's a big if. You know, we'll see how it plays out.
1: Denver Broncos. Noah Fant at 20. That's mm-hmm. about right. Risner at twenty at uh, 41. That's probably about right.
0: Yeah, my 46th player. So, yeah, right there.
1: Drew Locke falling in your lap at 42. That's nice. I actually think Draymond Jones in the third is about right. Mm-hmm. Some people might think that's a steal. I think that was about right. I will predict that they ended in the middle to Lower middle for you. They were top 10. For oh, me. cause the drew lock value.
0: Well, I mean all the value I thought, you know, they, they drafted four players in my top 100. Um, they got good value in, in the first, the first, uh, they, see, they did what I thought the, with the Cowboys should have did where Denver went with, they, they got an extra pick in the top 100. They went with more, uh, quality than quantity. Yes. Dallas had two more draft picks in the later rounds. But Denver had higher picks and they went with Reisner, who's going to start from day one at right guard. Drew Locke, yeah, take a chance on a quarterback in the second round. Draymond Jones is going to add to the rotation. So, and then I really like Justin Hollins in the fifth and Juwan Winfrey in the seventh or in the sixth. So, really like what Denver did.
1: I'm kind of pot committed here. We're going to get through the whole NFL. You ready? Let's not, let's do it it. it. Turbo mode it. Detroit Lions. Hawkinson at eight is really early, but in this class, it makes sense, even though he's a tight end. I get it. Your guy, Tavai, that was early. I don't care love what it. Say. Will Harris, eh. My guy, Orawari, in the fifth, yeah. Isaac Nada in the seventh, yeah. Troy did okay. Yeah, I
0: love what they did. They were they were top five for me. I mean, it, it, I wasn't a big fan of the Penn State corner, but in the fifth round, you kidding me? That's a steal. Um, I really like Travis Fulgham. The widers here from uh, Old Dominion in the sixth. That's another steal. And then Austin Bryant in the fourth, kind of the forgotten Clemson defensive lineman. That guy can play, so... Uh, I really like what Detroit did throughout their draft.
1: Green Bay, Darnell Savage is the first DB off the board. Might be early, but when your haul is Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, Elgton Jenkins, the center, Jay Sternberger, Kingsley Kiki, Kadar Hallman from Toledo, Dexter William in the late sixth, yeah. Dexter Williams to running back from Notre Dame. Ty Summers, linebacker from TCU. They should be in your top five.
0: I uh- because I wasn't, I didn't love their value in the first round. I knocked that them down. Him. Yeah, for me personally, because I thought they Gary
1: and Savage. That was early on both of them.
0: I thought, and I thought there were there were some better players there. Like, but you know, I, I'd rather have Brian Burns at twelve and one of the other DBs at twenty. And but, I, and I like those two players. I like Gary. I like Savage. I just thought they were both taken ahead of um, some better players. But my favorite pick for Green Bay is probably Jenkins in the second round, a guy that played every position on the offensive line. He's uh, a
1: good center. Yeah. Well, What's he's, he going to do in Green Bay? Is he going to be the center? He's a good no, I don't, center.
0: No, I think Corey Lindsay is pretty good there, so he's I think they'll probably guard. play him a guard, yeah. But it, the fact is that they can play him anywhere because of the versatility, and he's going to provide immediate depth.
1: Houston. They got hurt in their first round pick. They yeah. got hurt when it, Philly jumped them and took Andre Dillard, and then they immediately took Titus Howard, Alabama State. I get it. The, I don't know straights. if they'll. Yeah,
0: I don't know if they'll admit it, you know, and say That's like early. I don't know if they'll admit it and say like, yeah, we were okay with Howard just as well as you know Dillard, man. No,
1: they wanted Andre Dillard.
0: Uh, yeah, and I would, Philadelphia I would think so.
1: got him. They got him,
0: and I, I didn't love uh, Lonnie Johnson in the second round. I, uh, I don't know. He was a fourth round player to me. Max Sharping I love in the second round was a good pick. Uh, Warring was a great pick. Um, Menehu. In eh, the fifth? Yeah, in the fifth is okay. Just not a very good player. Um, But overall, just not a huge fan of what Houston did. And it starts with that first round pick. They just – they had a chance to go get Andre Dillon. They – the Eagles—that's the difference between the Eagles and the Texans. The Eagles saw a chance to go get a player, and they did. Yep. Texans stayed put, and what happened? They—that's the—you the, run the risk of losing out on a player when you're just a little ultra conservative.
1: Indianapolis, I thought, was kind of up and down with the value going. Good way to put it. Like Roccius sin in the early second—that's okay. Mm-hmm. Their next pick seemed early.
0: It, it, it's traits and production, like, and it's hard. It, I get it. You bet on traits. You bet on production. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't blown away by anything that he put together on tape at the Senior Bowl. And like, that's
1: the TCU edge. Ben Bonagu. I wanted to like him more than I liked him.
0: Yeah, I'm same. I'm same way.
1: Paris Campbell late in the second. Okay,
0: he was a top fifty player for me, so I love it.
1: Okariki in the third. All right. Okay. Ari Willis in the fourth. Yeah. A little early. Marvell Tell in the fifth. Okay. I'm going to predict that you did not have them towards the top.
0: Yeah, they were late late teens around there. Didn't love what they did, but, you know, with uh, three second-round picks, um, you know, I we'll see how it plays out for them. Um, didn't love what they did, but Chris Ballard's a smart guy, so I think they did all right.
1: I think you'll have Jacksonville ahead of them. Josh Allen falling yes. to you at seven, Jawan Taylor in the second round, Josh Oliver in the third. That's a pretty good start.
0: That's a great start. Jawan Taylor, it's just all about that knee. That's why he fell. And uh, Jacksonville, I think they probably at one point were considering Jawan Taylor at seven. So, But with the knee injury, that's what knocked him down. And I'm sure they were not uh, upset to see him available there.
1: I like what Kansas City did. Uh, Hardman from yeah. Georgia that might be early at 56 overall, but we know darn well what they're doing there. Who, who would have guessed? The, they're the, replacing the... Tyreek Hill with Tyreek Hill right. Light.
0: Who would have guessed McCole Hardman had a DK Metcalf? You know, like not that, me.
1: That was a, that was a big surprise. And but... I love McCole Hardman. Right. Uh, Juan Thornhill at 63 overall. That's good. Mm-hmm. Kalen Saunders at 84. That's good. Darwin Thompson, the Utah State. So they got Tyreek Hill Light and Tariq Cohen Light yeah. in the same draft to put with, uh, we refer to Pat Mahomes as Future Goat. Okay. So Future Goat now has a couple new toys to play with. I like what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I that sums it up well. They, they added a lot of speed, and uh, if Tyree Kill is uh, no longer on the roster, which it could happen at any point, then I think they did a nice job to at least try to address that hole.
1: Chargers. Tillery at 28, I think that's the right value. Yeah. You know about the... Concerns about him more than I do. I just know that on tape he should go ten to fifteen picks higher. Mm-hmm. So twenty-eight is just fine. Nasir Adderley at sixty, love it, is really good. That's the
0: Chargers last year. They waited for the safety and they got lucky. Derwin James fell in their lap. Same thing this year with Nasir Adderley. Now those two guys, that's going to be a dynamic safety duo. At least has the potential to be one.
1: Next we go to the L.A. Rams. Taylor Rapp at sixty-one. <laughs>
0: I mean, come on.
1: Taylor reps so good at football. How'd
0: the NFL let that happen?
1: Daryl Henderson at 70. That's fine. What's that say about Todd Gurley? Uh, I think it says that they think they need to limit him because his knee's going to be a problem his entire career.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's what
1: I think that says. David Long in the third, I'm good with that. Heck yeah. Bobby Evans in the third. Not bad. I'm good with that. Greg Gaines in the fourth, I'm good with that. So, yep, I like what LA did. I
0: think the Rams had a better draft than I give him credit for. That's pretty good. Where'd you put him? Not high, but that's that's pretty good. I like what they did.
1: Hater. Miami Dolphins,
0: number 32.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Wilkins at 13. That may be a little bit early, but if you wanted a solid player, a D yeah. tackle, that's the guy you take. Dieter from Wisconsin in the third. It's probably about right. And the rest is very underwhelming, but hey, it's a fifth, sixth, and. Couple of 7th round picks.
0: Yeah, I thought they overdrafted most of what they what they did, except for Miles Gaskin in the 7th. That was a uh, pretty solid pick. Um, Minnesota.
1: Minnesota nailed their first round pick. Garrett Bradbury, Love it. NC State Center. He's a monster. Irv Smith at 50. That's a good pick. Good value. Madison, the Boise State back, I thought was early in the 3rd.
0: So did I, but I get it. I mean, he can do a little bit of everything. I um, mean, he can catch a ball in the backfield. He's still very young. Tough. Run, yeah, runs physical, runs hard. So, I I get why they went there. Um, Surprised he went ahead of some other running backs, but I get it.
1: Samia, Drew Samia from Oklahoma. Good value. The fourth is good value. Uh, You can give me some of the other guys what you thought about him, but I think uh, Dylan Mitchell in the seventh. Yeah. I like that value, the Oregon receiver.
0: And that was mostly character stuff. Um, He's just an immature kid, and that's teams wanted to stay away. Uh, But they they got good value in the sixth with Armand Watts from Arkansas, Chris Boyd from Texas. Udo, offensive lineman from Elon. So, Minnesota, uh, they got some good quality at the top, but they also had some p- good quantity. They had what, 10 draft picks? 1, 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, they had a lot. 10, 11, 12. 12 draft picks. I don't know if you want to include a long snapper as a draft pick, though.
1: No. Well, yeah, that's a great point, Dane. Yes. A great point. Yeah, where can I read about that? New England. (laughs) New England. Nikhil Harriet, 32, is not the receiver I would have taken there, but okay, if that's the one you want, go ahead.
0: He'll be an all-prone New England.
1: Probably. Although their draft, their history of picking wide receivers is not a good one. Very true. Jawan Williams in the second, that's fine. Chase Winovich in the third. Oh, what a pick. What a pick, (laughs) Dave. Winovich. Damian Harris in the third is fine. Uh, Froholt in the fourth, and Yadier Kajust in the third. So some offensive line there. And Stidham at the end of four. That might end up being good value if he ends up being the next guy.
0: In three years, someone will trade a second-round pick for Jarrett Stidham. It's coming.
1: That's the way it goes, right? The New Orleans Saints.
0: Love what they did considering they had zero... Uh, they didn't have much draft capital to work with going into the draft. And they, they picked a
1: starting center off the top. That's Eric it. McCoy, Eric Texas McCoy. A&M Chauncey Gardner Johnson in the fourth round. That's a starting caliber player. Yeah, don't know if everybody likes the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Notre Dame tight end Mac in the seventh, and the other two guys. And Cade Nellis in the seventh. That's uh, love taking a uh, a
0: gamble on those traits because he's just a fun player to watch. You know, go go hunt. He's as speed, as power. Um, at, at worst, special teams guys. So good value in the seventh for the Saints.
1: I'm curious where you put the Giants because it's all going to hinge on what Daniel Jones is. He's pretty low. quarterback. Yeah, Dexter Lawrence, I think that was early in terms of value. DeAndre Baker, I think that was right on, right there at the very end of the first. Julian Love in the fourth, I like.
0: That was my favorite pick that they made.
1: You probably like Darius Slayton at the yeah, end of the fifth. That
0: might have been my favorite pick that they
1: made. So... Up and down, they have a guy who already got shot.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Corey Ballantyne, which I said that and it sounds really insensitive. I should probably read the story and make sure he's okay. But
0: sounds like he's gonna make a full recovery as teammate, former teammate at Washburn passed away, unfortunately. And uh, we'll have to see when more details come out about that one. Just an unfortunate situation all around.
1: Jets. Not bad for the picks they had.
0: It's it's gonna be I mean, except for Quinn and Williams, like that was safe, high floor, high ceiling.
1: And then Jachai Polite and then is it's risky. a really big swing. Same Edoga. with Edoga, the same The tackle thing. from USC is a big swing. Big swing with guys that are they. They are talented, talented guys, talented
0: guys who have discount stickers on them for various reasons. And if they hit, uh, then it's going to turn out to be uh, great picks. But, you know, they could just as easily uh, go the other way.
1: Linebacker Cashman in the fifth is some nice value. I like
0: Wesco in the fourth, too. I like yeah. that as well. I mean, Wesco is going to be a better pro than he was in college. Just the way that West Virginia used him, kind kind of like Dawson Knox at Ole Miss, just kind of wasted him.
1: The Raiders. They started off overdrafting somebody. Then they picked a good running back.
0: Yeah, good safety.
1: They picked a good, strong safety. Corner in the second. Trayvon Mullen might have been early. Well,
0: especially considering the other corners that were available. They drafted him at 40 overall. Yeah. There were a lot.
1: on the board. Yeah.
0: There were were quite a few corners that were still there that they could have gone.
1: Eastern Michigan, Max Crosby Edge in the fourth. Isaiah Johnson in the late fourth. Foster Moreau as a comp four, the tight end from LSU. Hunter Renfro in the fifth. They had a good draft.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you have to take into account the fact that they took Cleveland Farrell at four instead of getting proper value, which... You know, if they, on like, one hand, surely they tried,
1: right? Like they had to try know. to move down and couldn't get out. Because I was reading that apparently Mayock was in their simulations, right. moving down to thirteen, but that would be Miami coming up for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So when Miami says no, we're good here, we don't want to move up. Like maybe you're just stuck.
0: And that's a very valid point. I think on one hand, you respect that. Just take the guy that you that you want and stay true to your evaluation. On the other hand. If they did have an offer, even if it was a low ball offer, like a third round pick to move back 10 spots, like you still have to take it because no one's going to take your guy there. But I, you know, it, it is what it is. They considering they didn't get proper value at the top. I thought they did have a pretty good draft
1: Eagles. I like what they did for only having five picks. I Andre agree. Diller jumping Houston for him. I think that's a great move
0: by Howie Roseman.
1: Miles Sanders in the Solid. mid to late second I think is a really good pick and JJ Arcega Whiteside at the end of 2 that's probably about the right spot but he's a good player yeah and then Sharif Miller and Clayton Thorson but those first three picks I like what they did
0: yeah the Eagles are a better team and they uh if you're looking at uh, we'll get the Washington here in a second but you look at the NFC East teams I thought Dallas and New York didn't do so hot. Philadelphia and Washington did a nice job. So, uh, but we'll see how it plays out.
1: Pittsburgh went up for Devin Bush at number ten. Love it. I mean, that's uh, they've been needing
0: something since Shazier. That's it. I mean, they they went and got the best linebacker in the draft, in my opinion. I just, if I'm an AFC North team, I hated to see Pittsburgh make that move. Because they just got a lot better on defense. You
1: also hated to see them get my guy Deontay Johnson in the early three. Let's go, Toledo!
0: Anytime the Steelers draft a receiver on day two, you kind of your ears perk up, and
1: "Mm, oh really? He's going to go route people up. It's going to be glorious. Well, then they got tremendous value at their third. Justin Lane, pick yeah at pick eighty three. Why couldn't he make it to (laughs) ninety? Well, I like what happened at ninety. Benny Snell, the running back from Kentucky in the fourth.
0: He fits the Steelers, you know?
1: Yeah. Zach Gentry, tight end Michigan in the fifth. Isaiah Buggs Mm. uh, in the sixth. Sutton Smith in the sixth. They, I will say, had a nice draft. Yeah, they
0: did. They did a nice job.
1: San Francisco 49ers. Nick Bosa. He'll probably be okay. Home run. Debo Samuel. Like it. Jalen Hurd. That was interesting that because
0: I mean, they, they already, after drafting Debo Samuel, they had a pretty crowded wide receiver depth chart. So surprising they went with Hurd, but I mean, I get it. He, he's a do-everything type of guy, slot. You want to put him outside? You want to put him in the backfield? Like I, I'm very, very interested to see how they end up using him because if, if they use that versatility at its peak, then Hurd could be that mismatch weapon that defenses just don't know how to game
1: plan for. Then a punter. Then my guy, Dre yeah. Greenlaw in Arkansas. Happens. Then my guy, Caden Smith, the tight end from Stanford. I will say, not a bad job by the San Francisco nope. 49ers. Not bad. So far, only the Dallas Cowboys have done a bad <laughs> job. Uh, let's see. Seattle, LJ Collier, who if you listen to Trust the tape in our final mock, we had him at 27. We did. He went 29, the TCU defensive end, which, thoroughly. But I like his tape.
0: Yeah, he's. I don't know. It's it's hard to make what to make of L.J. Collier because he's he's an older guy. He's a one year starter, only ten starts at the college level. He six, does
1: play like a Seahawk though. Well, that's like a, he's that, kind of a straight arm power yeah, right through Michael Ben kind of guy.
0: Right, yeah. like I mean, it's important to factor in the teams that are drafting because he fits exactly what Seattle wants to do. So. You know, was it early for other teams? Yeah, but it fits
1: exactly what Seattle wanted, so 100% understand. Marquise Blair at 47, the safety out of Utah, that seems early. That was early. Made up for it with D.K. Metcalf at 64. Yeah, how does that happen? Gary Jennings, Cody Barton.
0: Love it. Love Phil Haynes in the fourth.
1: Ugo Amadi in the fourth. Ben Irvin in the fifth, I love.
0: Yeah, good pick.
1: Travis Homer in the sixth. Demarcus Christmas, John Ursua. Seattle. Oh, let me rethink of what about I like at the top. I'd put them in the middle of the road with the draft because yep. those first two I think were overdrafted, even if you like the players. Agree. Tampa Bay. Devin White at five. Everyone knew that was happening. Good Sean pick. Bunting in the second. Love I love like that. Jamel Dean at the end of three, so they doubled down on corner.
0: Which they did in the second round, or on the second day of the draft last year, so that was interesting.
1: Mike Edwards and Anthony Nelson, I think those are solid. Good picks. Punter. No, kicker. Kicker. Sorry, the kicker.
0: Tampa Bay's got a great track record of drafting kickers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, at least this one they picked later. True. So if he flops, it won't be as bad as the last one. Scott Miller out of Bowling Green and Terry Beckner from Missouri. Where'd you put them?
0: Uh, Where did I put them? Fairly high in the early teens, I think, at 11.
1: Okay. Tennessee. Tennessee. Jeffrey Simmons at 19. I
0: love what Tennessee did.
1: I thought he was going to be perfect for the Dolphins to tank.
0: But yeah, he was. He was at
1: 19. A.J. Brown if at Christian, 51 is great.
0: If Christian Wilkins wasn't there, they'd probably take Simmons, but no.
1: J. 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 Brown. Davis out of Charlotte. Gosh, man,
0: how does A.J. Brown fall out of the fifty top 50 picks?
1: I don't know. No Ole Miss receiver in the top 50.
0: Crazy. And DeMarcus Lodge... He didn't get drafted, right? No, he didn't. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, blame the coach. Maybe yeah. let him run routes
0: next year. <laughs> Nate Davis is a good pick in the top 100. Imani yeah. Hooker, love it. DeAndre Walker, his medicals must have been worse than. It's a really good pick. We knew because I mean, the fifth round.
1: Are you kidding me? It's easy. And finally, the Washington Redskins, number one on my power rankings. They had a gift at 15 fall in their lap, who they probably were thinking about going up for, and didn't have to. Then Montez Sweat making it to 26 made it easy for them to say, let's package a couple of twos and go get them. Terry McLaurin in the third is probably about right. Bryce Love in the fourth is about right. Your guy Cole Holcomb at the end of five. Kelvin Harmon at the end of six.
0: Jimmy Moreland. Gosh, I love what Washington did.
1: Washington had a good draft. For, yeah, a, did. for an inept franchise, they did a good job of picking players.
0: Well, that's the thing. As much flack as we give... uh Bruce Allen and everyone else in that organization, they, whoever's running that draft, uh, Dan
1: Snyder's quite the evaluator. If he was like, making guess. all the picks,
0: maybe they brought Scott McLuhan back for a day.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else you want to sneak in? Is that's a, that's a nice way to fill a trusted tape episode just to recap it.
0: Yeah, no, it went well. I mean, I think, um, revamp or we re- reviewed everything, um, 2020 mock draft. Just a quick preview of that. Uh, you can find the full 32 picks on The Athletic.
1: I'll take Jerry Judy, please.
0: Uh, Yeah, he was in the top, uh, what, six or seven picks. Uh, Grant Delpit from LSU is a big-time player. Take him, too. Chase Young from Ohio State. AJ Epinesa from Iowa. Iowa's got a couple guys. They're right tackle, man. Check him out. He's legit. Uh, Quarterbacks, Justin Herbert and Tua, they're up there. And um yeah, so it's there's gonna be some talented wide receivers next year's draft. Jalen Rager is from TCU.
1: Is is Jake Fromm in the consideration of a first round pick if this year goes well?
0: Yeah. Well it it all depends on how this year goes, but I did I included him to the Chargers at like twenty okay. in the 20s somewhere. Cause he just I don't know, it feels like he's just so protected by that by that scheme. Like he's just not asked to make any challenging throws or make plays out of structure consistently. It's just uh, all the routes are there for him. It's a strong run game, good protection. So I just, I feel like we don't know enough about Jake Fromm um, to accurately say what, what he's going to be. Cause he doesn't have m- many, uh, physical traits that make you set up in your seat and go, okay, wow. He, he you know, they, like Justin Herbert does. So, um, he has a shot, but there's, uh, some interesting names on here. So go check it out.
1: All right, everybody check that out on the athletic at DP Brugler on Twitter is Dane at JC one Oh five three is me on the Twitter. Uh, but it's all about my Facebook page, really. Just making it's sure you, I'm here. you like my Facebook page, Jeff Kavanaugh. That's the most important thing you can do today. Five-star review this thing, or we will crawl through your bandwidth and do a Trust the Tape episode in your living room. That's a threat. So thanks for listening. We'll see you when we see you yes. on Trust the Tape.